Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello, it's Steph here. And as I'm recording this, it is the midst of half-term holidays here in the UK. Not something I have to worry about because all of my little seedlings are now out, all big and grown up, working in the world. But I do know that a lot of my lovely clients and the women that are in my WhatsApp group are experiencing half-term holidays this week. And a subject that's been coming up, actually, not just this week, but other times, you know, is, is a very... Um, poignant subject for women that are mothers that is that they are failing terribly at being mothers and it's said with a bit of tongue-in-cheek you know most of the women in my group don't actually believe they're terrible mothers but they do have moments where they don't feel they're good enough and they have moments where it doesn't come easily and it feels like such a struggle when the rest of the world seems to be doing really really well So what I wanted to touch on this week and this week's episode is this fear of failure. Because even if you're not a mother by choice or by um, situations out of your control, there will be an element of your life potentially where you don't feel like you're excelling as much as you would like to. Motherhood is, you know, it's, it's a difficult journey. And when I think back to how my, my mother mothered, or certainly that generation, not specifically her, but the generation that she was parenting in. I was born in the 70s, did most of my childhood antics in the 80s, early 90s. And parenting was a lot more, well, I guess for them, it probably felt just as complicated. But when I think about parenting now, versus the parenting style then, it feels like the world is a much more difficult place now with social media. There's so many parenting books as well. Something that really really grinds my gear is this whole multitude of people writing parenting books and this is how they did it or do it this way or do it that way. And I think that's a, that's a great thing to intentionally want to create a book to make another woman's life easier. But we become disconnected from ourselves and our children when we're looking at somebody else and how they did it. I also get frustrated with those that write books about rearing children when their children are, you know, preteens because I'm just going to put it out there. It doesn't get easier. <laughs> it's, um, I would say the parenting of older children is more mentally challenging than physically challenging. And spoiler alert, we all believe it's going to get easier. And I think we have to believe that it's going to get easier because it's how we get through our days, right? We, we, you know, we think, okay, when they walk, it's going to get easier. When they sleep through the night, it's going to get easier. When they're toilet trained, it's going to get easier. Uh, when they go to nursery or play school or whatever you call it, it's it's going to get easier. When they go to school, it's definitely going to get easier. And we have these expectations that never quite live up to what they hope they would. But it's I I believe it's just that it's hope. It's hope that it's going to get easier. And 
for me, parenting was a lot more challenging when my children were in their teens um, than it was when they were preteen. But it's not necessarily say it gets harder. I just think it's it's a different emotional challenge. But you know, we can feel like we're failing, and a lot of the women that I like I say, I support in whatever capacity I'm supporting, feel that they're not doing the best job they can. And I, firstly, I would like to know how many fathers feel this way, because I'm not a man, never been a father, never will. I would just love to be in a man's headspace for one day to just notice how they critique they sell themselves, whether they um, pick apart choices that they made, decisions that were made, the parent that they were that day, if they gave their child a good enough existence on this planet today, all of those things. Because I'm going to make a massive generalization here and say that women can be a lot harder on themselves in this context. And going back to what I was saying about my parenting of in the 80s, school holidays were about finding things to do yourself imaginative play, creative play. When you were old enough, you were allowed to go out the front on your bike. When you were even older, you were allowed to go down the park on your own. Um, You came back for lunch. You came back at a certain time when the lampposts came on. Um, There was no outings planned because the funds weren't available first and foremost. And also the expectation wasn't there or we're going to do a day out in London here and we're going to do this here and we're going to go here. And that just didn't exist. And I don't know if that's just a generational thing or a lack of awareness as well, Um, because with social media, there's a lot more awareness of what's going on in different parts of the world. A lot more activities are put on, there's a lot more services available. But if we're not giving our children that experience, that fun-filled experience every day, some can feel like they're not living up to the expectations of parenthood or motherhood. So I'm kind of here to talk to you about the fear of failure. And this isn't just exclusive to mothers. You know, women generally, again, I'm not speaking for men because I'm not one, but women have this fear of failure. And a lot of the women I work with have this fear of failure in their life, not just around motherhood, but also in their career choices, what they want to do with their life. They want to take big steps forward, but the fear of failure keeps holding them back. And it's it's instilled in them. It's, it's, it's just better the devil I know. Let's just stay where we are, even though where we are is feeling restrictive and unaligned and not congruent to the life that they want to live. Taking those steps further forward seems more uncomfortable. So let's just stay where we are. And I've spoken on the podcast a lot about the comfort zones and the and why we have comfort zones in the in the first place. And you can go back and listen to that episode. Maybe I'll talk about it again as we come up to the end of the year as well because we're pushing into new year and all the new year resolution stuff will start again, won't it? And then when we don't succeed with those um There is actually a National Quitters Day in January. That's nice language right there. Um, But coming back to the point of the fear of failure, I don't see failure as a negative. I see failure as an opportunity to learn and to grow. I don't even like the word failure because of the connotations attached to that. It's as if it's something bad, as if it's something that we shouldn't do. 
And I just, I just don't believe that it's a bad thing. It can feel really bad. It can feel really uncomfortable to not achieve something that you've set out to achieve going for a new job. And then that job not being as you had hoped it would be, but the reluctance to say, hang on, this isn't right. This isn't right for me. Then becomes this fear of I've got to keep going. I've got to keep pushing. One of my very, very dear friends, my my absolute bestie, has no fear of failure whatsoever. I'm probably exaggerating that a little. She probably has some. But she has no qualms in throwing her hands up and saying, didn't work. It's not for me. Move on. Let's do something different. It's something I admire so much in her because of her ability to just, first of all, give zero crap about what anybody else thinks of that U-turn. And then to actually just put her hands up and say, I I don't want to do this, therefore I'm not doing it anymore. Because I'll be completely honest and transparent here. Whilst I don't believe that failure is a negative, I still have a little resistance in me that's, that's saying the rest of the world might judge you for that though. And the rest of the world being people in my world, if I give up really quickly on that, they're going to think, well, that was a bit rubbish. And I know where that comes from. That comes from a generation of parenting that said, once you commit to something, you see it out. If you're going to sign up to that club after school, you're going to do it for the rest of the term. If I'm going to pay for this, you're going to continue doing it. And I totally understand that style of parenting. I totally get it because there's been a financial commitment. So if my mum signed me up for violin lessons, because I used to play the violin, I was going to stick that out because There'd been an investment in hiring a violin. I was having weekly lessons. I would see that out. And I did see that out. Can't play the violin anymore, just to let you know, Um, because I gave it up. I did that for about three years. And then I did finally say, I don't think this is for me. And that was okay, because at that point, I was allowed to give it up. Because I'd stuck at it. I'd been persistent. I'd continued with it. And then I was able to say, no, this isn't for me. That belief that's instilled that you keep going You don't just throw the towel in. But there's so much value in doing that now. I think there's so much value in being able to say, I tried it, it wasn't for me, rather than sticking at something and and making yourself unhappy. Didn't make me unhappy playing the violin. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm talking about bigger things here of staying in a job where you're miserable day in, day out because of this fear of what if, but what if? What would it look like on my CV if I say I changed jobs after three months, six months or whatever? You know, there's, there's this absolute apprehension that we will be judged for that. One of my son's girlfriends had gone for an interview recently and she's young, right? She's a young girl and she doesn't know what she wants to do. Most of us didn't at the age of 21. So she's trying out different things and she's got a number of positions on her CV and somebody said to her at an interview, well, why have you been, have you been to so many jobs? And I can understand from an employee perspective that you want someone that's going to come in and is stable, but it was almost a judgment that was made on her because she hasn't found her calling yet or she hasn't found what she wants to do. And I kind of sat there and said, what did you say? How did you answer that? She said, well, I don't really know how to answer that. My answer would be, I'm 21 years old and I'm finding myself and that might not go well for someone that's employing her right and I guess we have to answer in different ways but it's this societal pressure that we have to find something and we stick at it this old generational way of like jobs you stay in a job and then you stay there and then you get your pension these things aren't you know in the world now the world is a very different place 
And if we can reframe failure from negative to a much more helpful, positive way of, I tried it, it wasn't for me, and it didn't work. And I now have so much learning from that experience. Failed marriage is another way that that word is used, failure. And I really dislike it because it's not, nobody failed in that situation. What happened was one or two people decided that this wasn't right anymore and that both of them or one of them wanted to to move forward, wanted happiness in a different area because this is one life we're living. We get one opportunity. I feel like I'm going to break out into Eminem now. Lose yourself in the music. Oh my God. Yeah, sorry about that. Little sidetrack there. But we really do only get one chance at this life and one opportunity. And if we're persisting because of the fear of failure or the fear of judgment of failure, we're not living a, a, an aligned and authentic existence. And I'm just not here for that anymore. And maybe it's age that's got me to that place. And maybe it is all the learnings and the knowledge that has got me to a place. But I have pushed through this fear. Certainly when my first marriage broke down, and we both made the decisions that we made, the perception of failed marriage and children not coming from a two-parent family and single parents and all of that stuff, I had to really push through that because if I'd have allowed the judgment that I believed was being imposed on me versus what actually was, which was, well, it's none of my business what other people think anyway, but the assumptions I were making about that probably kept me kept me in the same place for far too long but I don't believe I had a failed marriage I believe that me and my ex-husband did a really great job together of creating three amazing lives and we got to a point in our life where we didn't make each other happy anymore and that was okay and whilst it was a painful experience to go through we both went on to be in relationships that we're happier in where we feel more aligned and more ourselves. Because as we grow and evolve, we want different things. Stuck, Staying stuck in a position where you're making each other miserable or one of you is miserable is just not what I'm here for. So tough decisions can have to be made sometimes, but I truly believe if we're going to use the term failure, it is the reframe of it being feedback in that it's it's a learning experience. And that we have to allow our children to experience that so they can grow. We have to allow them to fall down, make decisions, make a U-turn, change their minds so that they get to know themselves. They get to understand who they are. So coming back to this, you know, failing in motherhood, I just don't believe the women that I come into contact with are failing in motherhood. They are failing at their own expectations of what they should be like as mothers, potentially, But even then, I don't even like using it in that context. Maybe they're looking in the outside world at social media and judging themselves against that as well. That is that is that is what's causing that internal frustration with them. I would I would say to you, if you're feeling like you're not doing the best job as a mother, look for the evidence that you are, because as soon as you look for the evidence that you're not, you will find it because you've set the intention. Look for the evidence that you're doing a good enough job. It is there I promise you, I promise you, promise you, promise you. So if you're interested in knowing more about beliefs and how they're formed, when we come back to this fear of failure, it's very much a belief that has been installed in you. I am super excited to let you know that Pause and Reconnect 
is going online. I, if you don't know, offer in-person workshops called Pause and Reconnect. And I have been hosting them locally to me in Chelmsford, Essex. But I realise that what I'm sharing in that workshop is very much needed for women across the globe. So I am putting Pause and Reconnect online starting very, very soon, Monday the 6th of November. We will meet once a week on a Monday at 8pm UK time for an hour. I overrun slightly. And we will meet four times. It's the perfect early Christmas present for yourself to allow you to get to know yourself, understand your beliefs and your behaviours, to get to know how to create really healthy boundaries in your life, to work through your emotions, understand your emotions, to understand the message behind your emotions. And lastly, we will be looking at who you want to be in 2024. So getting intentional. So just for today, I want to leave you with this. First of all, come and join me on the Pause and Reconnect online module workshop, which will be in the show notes. I would love to see you there. There is 10 spaces available, almost half have gone. So you need to be quick. But lastly, you are not failing. Wonderful woman. You are not. Set your intention just for today to see all of the areas of your life that you are excelling in, that you are showing up in, that you are good enough in. Because I promise, my love, I promise that they are there you're just not looking for them until next time thank you for being here and listening in i am so so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you i would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into and you can connect with me on the socials at i am steph granger so before you go let me leave you with this final thought just for today be present in your life Engage your senses, see what you see, hear what you hear, and feel what you feel. And really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.